Welcome to 4125, the people of Holy Cross Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Jeffrey. Our church is a great place to hide. Now, what I mean by that is that you shouldn't book our facility for your next hide-and-go-seek championship. But what I do mean is that this is a great place to heal for a while and, and hide in the balcony if you need to and just hear the Word of God. Holy Cross is a place to hide, heal, and hear. And the guests that you're going to meet today, Dave and Jen Brekeva, they came to Holy Cross several years ago to do that very thing. But they didn't hide very well. <laughs> Dave and his family, they sat in the farthest corner of the balcony, the darkest corner of the balcony. But every Sunday, Dave wore a Jacksonville Jaguars jersey in Bronco country. And then one of the kids, every Sunday, they wore a Cincinnati Bengals jersey to worship in Bronco country. And so they stuck out like sore thumbs. But eventually they came out of the balcony and we became friends. And today I'd like for you to hear from Dave and Jen about a mission, a ministry that God has laid on their heart. Enjoy. I'm here with my friends Dave and Jen Brukeva, and uh, the reason that I want you to hear from them today is because we believe that God is starting an amazing ministry in their home. So Dave, on May 3rd, I asked the people of Holy Cross to prayerfully consider launching a home church can you tell me what happened in your home when you heard that request from me? Yes. So you asked people to pray about that. We had already been praying about how God might potentially use our home for gatherings for his kingdom for several years, I think. And so as soon as I heard that, I looked over at Jen. She looked at me, we both nodded, and I texted you to say, we're in. And so, Jen, you have a nice, big, beautiful family, and you have a nice, big home. Is this going to be a situation where the two of you are announcing, hey, 4125, y'all come out here now? Well, um, not exactly. So... We want we want our church uh, we want the church home to be a place um, more like a mission. We want to be able to minister to people around us that don't go to church. That are um, we want to create a place here where um, there's space. So if we had a whole bunch of holy crossers, you know that'd be great. That'd be wonderful. We can only fit so many people in our home, though. Um, and what we don't want to happen is for a bunch of already Christians to come and just kind of get comfy here and have no room for growth. So we're, after some prayer about it, we're thinking that we're going to limit it to about 20 people from Holy Cross um, and really make a team of people that feel specifically called to outreach, uh, to reach out to our community and to make a space for those that do not yet know Christ or have walked away from the church. Um, and that's really what we're hoping for. 
So if I'm hearing you correctly, you live up in the Black Forest area, and what you're trying to do is is have a home that allows for a safe space for someone who has walked away from the church or doesn't know Jesus yet to come to your home and to to experience Jesus Christ. Am I hearing you right? You're hearing me right, but another piece of that, too, is the people that, that feel called from Holy Cross to come and be a team here, um, it, I think it's going to be a radical call. Um, we, we need to be like-minded in getting out of our home, because people, why would they come here? Why would they come to our home? I mean, they'll come because we have a relationship. They'll come because we're out in the community active. So really, honestly, the mindset is of a mission. Yes, we're, we're still Holy Cross, and yes, we'll be coming to Holy Cross once a month um, and, and gathering together in the community and come on Wednesday nights, and we're, we're still Holy Cross. But this, this place is to be um, more of a mission. So we're, we're hoping, and we don't know what it's going to look like yet, but we're hoping that this team that God puts together, that we're going to roll our sleeves up and get busy in the community, that we're going to be serving, that we're going to be intentional about loving people. And then we'll see what God does. Maybe then, after serving and loving and building relationships, maybe then they'll desire a place where they can be real spiritually and um, and and discover who Jesus is, and maybe maybe they'll be hungry to come and to grow. Okay, so Dave, as the head of your household, uh, does does the idea of leading a Holy Cross home church make you nervous at all? Absolutely, and definitely not. Um, it absolutely makes me nervous because I think the vision that God's giving is so big that if he's not in it, then it's doomed to failure. And so my my prayer is that we aren't running way ahead of him and that we're actually listening to him and that he's in this. But on the other hand, I'm, I'm not nervous about it because I used to be a pastor and now I sell insurance. And so it, I've led small groups and I've led um to talk to people about Jesus um for several decades. So that doesn't make me nervous. Um but yet the vision is such that if we're not praying and if we're not um making sure that God is in this thing, um it's gonna go nowhere. Uh, Jen, you and I talk about this a lot. You and I both know that God's plans are perfect. Uh, He already knows what he desires to accomplish through a home church. But, But what would your prayer, Jen, be if you could hope that God would accomplish one thing? What are you praying for? I'm hoping... I'm hoping for a space where mature believers and new believers alike can come and wrestle together, be honest, be real. Um, 
anybody that knows us and our story knows we're we're not we're not perfect people. I mean, that's putting it um, mildly. We're we're a messy family. We've got issues that we have no choice but to wrestle with, and um, our relationship with God is real and gritty, and um, and has felt like a battle in a lot of ways. And we want people that are wrestling with hard things uh, to be able to come here and us just be real, to be honest, to wrestle together, to um, learn to listen better to the Lord and um, and walk together in in, uh, in honesty. Um, my, my favorite script, well, oh dear, um, I really love a verse that says, when you walk in the light, as he is in the light, you have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Christ cleanses you from all sin. So really, if somebody feels um, that they are the perfect person and the perfect, you know, like really mature and like they can really help people that are not so mature, um, that's, that's, that's good. But we need broken people here. Uh, we're kind of black sheep, and so we're we're looking to make a space for black sheep. Oh, thank you so much. I love that answer, um, Dave. We we asked on May third for other. Uh, families to pray about starting a home church. And here's what my hope is. This is my prayer, that that there are other families that are still praying about it. Uh, God answered your question immediately on May 3rd, but but I hope that there are other families that are still praying about that. Uh, if there are, what words of encouragement would you give to those families who are wrestling with God about whether or not they should start a home church? I would say keep praying, pray hard, find like-minded Christians to pray with about that. And I would even say if on May 3rd nothing sparked in your heart to pray, to, to think about opening your home, um, maybe just start to pray for the people who God did spark something and that, that God would continue to grow and fan that spark into a flame and be in prayer for those people, even if you don't know who they are. God knows who they are. He knows who he, whose hearts he pricked um, when you said that. And, um, and I have to believe that we weren't the only ones. So they're out there, and they're praying about it, so pray for them in it, even if you don't think it's your home. Maybe it's somebody's home who needs that nudge from the Holy Spirit to be able to say, okay, yes, I'm scared to death. I don't know what it looks like. I have no idea um, how to make it work. I don't know who would come. All of those questions are are too big for us to answer. They appropriately belong in the hands of God and not in ours. So keep on praying, whether the spark is in your heart or you're praying for the spark that's in somebody else's heart that you don't even know about. Keep on praying. 
And to be clear, as we're launching this concept of home churches, we don't have the answers. We don't have a three-ring binder telling us step one, two, and three. Uh, Between Dave and Jen and Holy Cross and those other families that we hope are out there praying about this right now, we're just willing to be obedient to God and move forward. Dave and Jen, am I describing that accurately? I believe so. Um, I thought you did have a three-ring binder, though. <laughs> uh, no, I apologize. No three. I have no idea what we're doing, Dave. So I just am thankful that I'm just thankful that you're obeying God and listening to God, and and we will figure it out together. So uh, let me pray for you, and then I want to play a game with you, uh, Father God. Thank you so much for speaking to Dave and Jen on May 3rd for answering their multi-year prayer. And Lord, we have no idea how or what you're going to do uh, in their home. But Lord, we know that if you're in the center of it, you're going to do amazing, miraculous things. So Lord, in faith, we we think about the work that you're going to accomplish in their home and through their family and through other families here at Holy Cross. And we look forward to the day when we can look back on this moment and rejoice and give you praise and thanksgiving because of the miraculous work that you have done. And I believe that it will be work that will affect someone's eternity with you forever. Father God, uh, we also pray for those other families at Holy Cross that are praying about starting a home church. We pray that you would motivate them and encourage them to obey you and step out into the mission field as well. Lord, we love you. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. So, so uh, Dave, Jen and I have been emailing back and forth, and I've given her several questions to answer. Uh, her answers are perfect, and we're curious if you will be able to match her answers. So it's type of a uh, newlywed game. How many years have the two of you been married? 27. All right. So let's see. As of last Friday. Oh, well, happy anniversary, Dave and Jen. Let's see how well you know your wife, Dave. Question number one. Dave, what did Jen wear on your first date? She had this black leather jacket (laughs) that made her look way too cool to be hanging out with me. That's correct. Black leather jacket is what she said to me. Who was the first one to say, I love you? I think that was me. That's correct. It was you. Uh, what? She didn't, and she did not reciprocate. <laughs> Dave, what is Jen's favorite pizza topping? Favorite pizza topping? Well, all the vegetables. Does she put broccoli on on pizza? Oh, heck yeah. Ugh, ruined it. Okay, uh, Dave, I think this is going to be the hardest question. What is Jen's shoe size? I think it's a seven. I'm sorry, the answer we were looking for was seven and a half. Uh (laughs) Jen, have your feet grown? No. Okay, then then that's the first question you've missed, Dave. Uh, Here's the next one. What is Jen's favorite movie? It depends on the day of the week or the mood. So, uh, golly, we quote movies all the time, 
Dave, we need an answer. I'm 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 gonna throw out Little Women, but I don't think that's your favorite movie. That that's correct. Little Women. I hear Jen clapping in the background. All right. Uh, Dave, apart from family members and pets, if the house were on fire, what item would Jen run back in to save? Uh, you, you said uh, aside from family members and pets. Correct. At, I believe she would run back in to save one of her Bibles. That's correct. Her old Bible, she told me. Yes. Okay, uh, Dave, what is Jen's go-to karaoke song? Um, it's got to be something from Les Mis, and I can't remember the names of any Les Mis songs right now, but I know it's from that musical. I will give you that point. Jen, what is the name of that song? On My Own. And will you hum a few bars? (laughs) Huh? What's that? Jen, will you hum a few bars? Um... On my own, pretending he's beside me. Perfect. Okay, good. Um, now, Dave, she gave this one to you earlier. What is Jen's favorite Bible verse? Oh, I don't know the address of it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you quote the Bible verse? Um. If you walk in the light as he is in the light, then you will have fellowship with one another, and he will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That's right. That's 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. Out of all of the Disney characters, Dave, which does Jen most identify with? Um, I'm going to guess. So one little-known fact is that Jen actually used to play Disney princesses on stage at Disney World in Orlando for several years, and I think the one she probably most identifies with is Belle. uh, I'm going to give you a point for that. Uh, Jen, uh, what was your answer? (laughs) I Uh, I said, I most identify as Rapunzel, but Dave's going to say Belle. (laughs) And so, Jen, why do you identify with Rapunzel the most? Oh, gosh. Um, Because she uh, had to escape from uh, lies and fear and oppression. And uh, she came down out of her tower and lived life and um, is very insightful and emotional and loves people and... Yeah, I just, I just, I just let, I, yeah, just identify with that. Because when I first read your answer, Jen, I was concerned that maybe Dave was keeping you trapped inside of a tower. <laughs> no. Okay. Dave, here's the last question. Uh, which item of clothing that you own does Jen hate the most? <laughs> I bought this apparently very ugly sweatshirt, zip-up sweatshirt uh, recently because I was going to a friend's house and I had, and it got cold suddenly and so I needed something warm. I bought it at like a Walgreens, I think, over there. <laughs> and apparently it is the absolute worst thing I have ever purchased to wear in my entire life. 
Uh, her answer was his gray, grumpy old man sweatshirt. That, that's the one. <laughs> um, okay, bonus question. Between the two of you, who is taller? Dave. Dave, how tall are you? Five, eight and a half. Oh, well, I have bad news for you today, Dave, because today's podcast is sponsored by Tall Clubs International. It was founded by a woman named Kay Sumner Einfeldt, and the foundation realizes the special needs of exceptionally tall people. The current focus is to provide scholarships to individuals under the age of 21 who are entering their first year of higher education. Get it, Dave? Higher education because they're really tall? Yeah. And who meet the minimum height requirements for membership in Tall Clubs International for women you must be five foot ten, and for men you must be six foot two. So if you need uh, scholarship money and you are a tall teen looking for some help, call one eight 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 I am tall two. Again, that's one eight 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 I M T A L L two. Or you can visit their website www tallclubfoundation.org. If you make a donation to Tall Clubs International, you will receive a three by seven photo of your tall teen along with a monthly letter. Dave and Jen, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It was great talking to you. Good to talk to you too, Pastor Jeffrey. Thank you so much. God's blessings. Goodbye. As I mentioned in the interview on May 3rd, as a pastor, I stood in the altar area of Holy Cross Lutheran Church and I invited the people of Holy Cross to pray, asking God whether or not he desired to use their home as a home church where friends and neighbors and family members and co-workers could experience Jesus in the privacy of people's homes. It's worked before. Just look at the book of Acts. I'm reading from Acts chapter 2, and I'm beginning at verse 42. And they devoted themselves. Who is they? They is the believers, the believers in Jesus Christ. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved." We believe here at Holy Cross Lutheran Church that God is laying that same mission, the Acts 2 mission, on our hearts. And we pray that he's laying it on your hearts. And so the question still remains, is God leading you to open up your home to start a church? It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be fancy. It just needs to be faithful. Is God leading you to this ministry? You won't know that unless you pray about it. We've been praying for you. 
the staff of Holy Cross, we've been praying for you. Dave and Jen Burkeva, they've been praying for you. Join us in that prayer. Ask, God, do you want a home church to start right here in the place where I live? Thank you for joining me this week on 4125, the people of Holy Cross Lutheran Church. I'll see you next week. God's blessings. Goodbye.